Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am the butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button, maybe that like button too, and maybe even the notification bell if you want to get updated every single day. Totally up to you, though. Never any pressure to do so. And let's crack on with today's first story. And our first story comes from A-A-L-L-J-K-H, who says, Am I the arsehole after no longer allowing my mother-in-law's friend to babysit my children after she started calling them her babies? I, 26 female, am the mother of two kids, four female and three male. My husband, 27 male, and I both work office jobs. Due to this, we need someone to watch the kids while we aren't home. We mostly had babysitters, but a few months back, my mother-in-law, 48 female, suggested that her friend could watch them for free. I told her it wasn't necessary since we could afford a babysitter just fine, but she insisted. I didn't really see any harm in it after she kept asking. So I gave in and her friend, 45 female, started babysitting our kids. Everything was perfect for the first few months. She was always on time and always fed my kids and put them to bed at the time I suggested. My kids seemed to really like her. But about a few weeks ago, my oldest came to me and asked me if I was their real mummy. I was confused and asked her what she meant. Well, it turns out mother-in-law's friend had been telling my kids that they were her babies. And when they protested saying they weren't, she would yell at them saying that I was just their moneymaker and that she was their real mummy. I told my husband about this and he hired a babysitter on the spot. Then me and him called mother-in-law and told her about the situation. We told her that we weren't going to have her friend over anymore because it made us uncomfortable. We even told her what my kid had told me. Well, mother-in-law didn't take it well. Over the phone, she started screaming, saying that, quote-unquote, my friend doesn't have any kids or grandchildren, so your kids are the closest thing she had to it, and you're going to take that away from her. My husband and I tried to calm her down, but after a bit, we just hung up. I received a photo of mother-in-law's friend crying on mother-in-law's couch later that night. I feel horrible for making her upset, but I don't know how she was telling my kids these things. I understand that she doesn't have kids, but that doesn't excuse her behavior. But for my peace of mind, am I the arsehole? Absolutely not the arsehole in this situation at all. Obviously, the priority is to protect your children in this story. That's what you're doing fair play to you that was the right thing to do mother-in-law is even enabling this behavior rather than insisting her friend get some sort of help and try to get her some help because that's clearly what this lady needs and i have empathy for anyone that's going through mental issues op did totally the right thing in this story to protect her children and would you want someone like mother-in-law who's enabling this kind of behavior around your children as well that raised some serious questions for me and not defending that lady's behavior at all, the friend's behavior, but I, I do hope that they find some help for themselves in the future. God, and it reminded me of a story that 
my mum watched when she was here and you know i was a lot younger i had to google it but it's the hand that rocks the cradle i think it is and, and that is a wild ride as well but objective locksmith 4 says not the asshole if anything you underreacted would your mother-in-law ever help your friend see them to the point of taking the kids behind your back I take them to a few sessions with a therapist. They were clearly confused and the damage this unhinged woman did can run deeper than you know right now. Kids internalize that kind of stuff. Compensate1995 replies to that saying, not the asshole, she claimed ownership of your kids and decided to hide it from you for a long period of time. During this time, she viciously yelled at your kids for denying this fact and defending you. That's not a woman who you want around your kids. She doesn't sound mentally stable and it makes the kids doubt their identity and be dubious of your motherhood and your relation to them, which is vastly detrimental to them and has the potential to cause further problems. It's sad that she doesn't have any kids of her own, but it seems like she's gone too far and she isn't able to take care of them while thinking of them as hers and ingraining this mindset in them. She proved incapability to do that. It's not your fault. You gave her the chance to prove herself and unfortunately she failed. You're not the ones to blame here. Mother-in-law's anger was directed at you unjustifiably, but in these situations, the victims try to blame others. Moreover, I don't know if it's just me, but I found the whole sent you a picture of her sobbing thing weird. Who takes a picture of their friend whilst she's crying and sends it to someone else to guilt trip him? Implying that he has caused it. It seems unhinged and unnatural. I don't know if the friend consented to this or not. If she did, she was an accomplice in an attempt to guilt trip them into making them feel guilty and rehire her. Whereas, if it was done unbeknownst to her, it crosses the line. She was vulnerable and mother-in-law took advantage of that to prove her point. Competitive T says, not the arsehole. It's not your job to provide a stranger with pseudo-grandkids. The hand that rocks a cradle level craziness here. <laughs> I thought that too. I can't believe your mother-in-law thinks it's okay for her friend to try and alienate your kids from their parents. That's a crime, by the way. I would never allow that woman near your kids again. She is unbalanced and mother-in-law isn't far behind. Edit. I would not allow mother-in-law to have the kids unsupervised at her place. In my opinion, she would invite her friend over while you weren't around to spend time with them. That's a possible abduction waiting to happen. Late for dinner says not the arsehole and that is honestly terrifying. Your kids must have been super upset if it got to the point they were confused and if you were their mum. Not having children or grandchildren is not an excuse to go all hand that rocks the cradle. I would be very wary. She doesn't try to come around the house and maybe consider some outdoor cameras just in case. Sarah Cal Rising says and quotes a big section of it just saying, This woman is unwell. She has caused your children to question if you're their parents. Your mother-in-law supporting her and sending you a photo of the woman crying on her couch is way out of left field and there is no freaking reason you should feel bad. You made anyone upset over this. It's psychotic. Keep your kids far away from this woman. It scares the hell out of me for you. Not the asshole. And one more from Amazon Pixie 81 who says not the asshole, even a tiny bit. And I agree with a previous commenter that you may have underreacted. I'd personally be telling mother-in-law that I will not be allowing unsupervised time at her home since she not only finds this behavior acceptable, but she knew and is encouraging it. The behavior on mother-in-law's friend's part is not normal or healthy. It's delusional and dangerous. I would change the locks and store cameras outside at the bare minimum and have a camera in the living room at all times while you're not home. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What do you think about mother-in-law's behavior in this, encouraging it and, you know, not really helping the friend get help at all? And that's clearly what they need here. Again, not excusing the behavior in the story. 
Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Mindless Ad 8040 titled, Am I the Asshole for Kicking My Roommate Out and Causing Them to Be Homeless? I, 25 female, live in a two bedroom studio apartment. I live with my roommate Cassidy, 24 female. Our mums are best friends and wanted us to be close. Cassidy needed a place to stay after her parents kicked her out and I let her stay with me. Her parents found out that she was working in the adult industry and she was bringing guys back to their house in the middle of the night. Their apartment and lease are under my name and I told Cassidy that I would appreciate if she would contribute to food and helping keep the apartment clean. I was okay with her bringing guys back as long as she gave me a heads up in advance. I work into the night and I don't want to come home seeing a random person in the apartment. I came home one night after working a double shift and saw a few guys on the couch and Cassidy nowhere to be found. I told the guys to leave the apartment before I called the police and laid into Cassidy when she got home. She called me a bitch and and that I can't tell her what to do. We got into a heated argument and I told her to pack her stuff and leave. She started to cry and begged me to let her stay. She did leave and went to stay with one of her guy friends. My mum texts me and thinks I was too harsh. Am I the asshole for kicking my roommate out? This is absolutely not the asshole, but I kind of think, you know, you set yourself up for a fall in this situation. I know it's harsh to say when you was doing a good thing by taking someone in, but one of the issues was also she was bringing guys back in the middle of the night, which has become the big problem for you. So you knew what she was like when you brought her in and she was still doing the same things. And that's kind of where I was going with that one. It's an absolute not the asshole, don't get me wrong. And the person's attitude absolutely stinks. She called you a bitch and said you can't tell her what to do. And then when you had a heated argument and went to kick her out, she tried to manipulate you with a crying and begging to stay and all this kind of stuff. Absolutely not the arsehole. You know, if your mum's got a problem with it, as we say with all the family stories, your mum can take her in. Nothing's stopping her. (laughs) Absolutely not the arsehole from me. 9OKM says not the arsehole. I think your mum needs to rethink her priorities. Moon781 says she brings strangers into your house without giving you a heads up. Not the arsehole. Question. Did she pitch in with living expenses or keep the house clean? Opie said she would clean up after herself. Third tries the charm says not the arsehole, but also I think you played yourself on this one. She sucks, but what were you expecting? Your problem is the exact same thing her parents objected to, in part, random guys in the house. Throwing her out with zero notice because she's doing exactly what she's been doing seems like a serious lack of foresight on your part. Eleven Phoenix says not the asshole for asking her to leave, but I think you set yourself up for this kind of situation because you knew this is one of the reasons her parents kicked her out. What weirds me out is that you came home to find several male strangers in your house. Alone it sounds like. How did they get in? Did your roommate give them the key or make copies of her keys for her friends? You have no way to be certain that she didn't. I changed the lock on the door as security slash safety measure. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And our next story comes from Blue Roses 95, titled Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Remove a Piece of Jewelry at the Request of My Friend on Her Wedding Day? My 31 female friend, 30 female, we'll call Mary, got married last week and I was in her bridal party. For context, we are friends from high school and all of her other bridesmaids were her friends from college who I hadn't met into a bachelorette party several months ago. I also wasn't familiar with anyone at this wedding outside of Mary's immediate family. I was supposed to attend the wedding with my own fiance, but he contracted COVID five days before we were supposed to leave and made the choice to stay home for everyone's safety. I tested negative and we don't live together. Our fifth anniversary of our first date was two months ago and he got me a beautiful opal necklace on a gold chain specifically to wear to the wedding because it complemented my bridesmaid's dress. I asked Mary in our bridal party group chat if she was alright with us wearing our own jewellery to the wedding and she said no problem. Day of the wedding comes, all of us bridesmaids and Mary meet early in the morning for pictures outside the chapel. Mary sees my necklace and loves it and actually asks if she could switch her necklace with mine. Some other bridesmaids chime in and say that it would be her something borrowed. I tried as politely as I could to tell her that my fiance got this for me to wear to the wedding and especially since he can't be here, I'd like to keep it on. Mary and the other bridesmaids were persistent, saying it was her wedding and her pictures and I wasn't being accommodating, but I firmly told them no. Mary said if I could at least take it off since it looked nicer than her own jewellery. Again, I told her I'd rather not. I'd like to share the wedding photos of myself in the necklace with my fiancé. She was not happy. Neither of the bridesmaids were either. I received a lot of cold shoulders and dirty looks at the ceremony and reception. I felt awful. After the first dance, Mary's sister came up to me just to tell me how upset Mary was and rude it was that I upset her so on her big day. Am I an arsehole? It's been more than a week and I'm still thinking about it non-stop and Mary hasn't answered any of my texts. Now, <laughs> I'm not sure if this one's entering Bridezilla territory or not, so let me know about that one in the comments, but I'm absolutely going to say not the arsehole in this situation. For the fact that you asked first if you can wear your own jewellery, Bride said yes, and it was just the fact that it almost came across me that she was just jealous that her one looked better than yours, so she wanted to wear yours. And I also disagree with, you know, on the day, her coming up to you and saying, okay, you need to remove it then because it's sort of outshining her jewellery because it's sentimental to you. This is something that, you know, your partner got you and it means a lot to you. And again, I put myself in the shoes of, you know, bride or groom or whatever, and someone else is wearing their own jewelry. Would I have a problem with it? Absolutely not, especially if it's sentimental to that person as well. And there's certainly no way I would demand to be wearing it and pressuring you to take it off and getting the bridesmaids involved. It just screams bridezilla in the end to me. So definitely not the arsehole. But Nurse Cratchit says, is it me? But I now want to see a picture of this fabulous necklace. And OP replies saying, here's a picture. And that is an amazing piece of jewelry, but I'm not sure what I was expecting when I came into this. I kind of pictured this, this wedding photo with a bridesmaid and the bride in the middle and OP off to one side and got this Flavor Flav clock-sized opal hanging there glistening away, you know. All right, I may be exaggerating with the flavor flavor size, but <laughs> certainly big and loud piece of jewelry, but not this. I think this is very nice, delicate piece of jewelry. 
But Western Feet says not the arsehole, wow. I wonder how her new husband feels knowing that instead of thinking about him and their new life together, she was obsessing about you and your necklace. Imagine being so upset over something so petty. Zesty Close Meeting says not the arsehole. The something borrowed needs to be a token lent willingly. Not something taken by force or pressure. Your friend was way out of line. Tapping the keys replies that saying it's something borrowed, not something extorted. <laughs> 1001labmut02 says not the arsehole. You asked if you could wear your own necklace. Bride said yes. She should have never asked for it. She should never have requested you take it off. If she is that concerned about her necklace in pictures, clearly she shouldn't be getting married. Pictures are to remember a day of celebration, love and happiness. I was married in June. I don't remember what my bridesmaid's hair looked like, their jewelry or even their shoes. What I remember are my best friends helping me get ready, celebrating with me and helping me through the emotional day. Honestly, it would take a lot more than a seed sized necklace to pull attention away from me. The veil and white dress kind of stole the show. Anyone saying you should have removed the necklace, I would never ever, no matter where I am, remove a sentimental piece of jewelry that I love for someone else. One, they are expensive and two, it is comforting for me to wear them, especially in the absence of my husband. Honestly, based off your post, wouldn't be shocked if another bridesmaid stole it for the bride if you were to remove it. Bamf says not the arsehole. If it weren't a gift from your fiance, it was, it was your right to say no. Too many brides feel that because it's their wedding day, they can demand anything they want from their bridal party and guests. How long before we hear about a bride demanding a kidney from her bridesmaids? <laughs> Enigmasaurus replies that saying, right, it's a wedding, not a bloody coronation. I swear some people hear the words your day and think it morphs them into queen of the fucking universe. Getting married just doesn't mean your guests have to jump at all your ludicrous demands. It doesn't give your sense of entitlement free reign and it doesn't absolve you acting like a normal goddamn human being with common sense, basic manners and gratitude that your guests and wedding party have probably spent hundreds or thousands of dollars to celebrate with you. Let's just clarify that one. Celebrate with you. Celebrate the major milestone of a person they care about. They are not there to kiss your ass counter your bullshit or bend over backwards worshiping your freaking existence. If you're planning a wedding and any of the above is new information, just be glad you heard it now before you were crushed under the weight of your own ego. You can thank me later. <laughs> Not the asshole OP. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you done if you found yourself in that situation? You were the bridesmaid. You were wearing a piece of jewelry that was sentimental to you. Bride comes up to you and asks you to, you know, either hand it over or remove it, how would you act? How would you feel? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Green Lady 10 who says, am I the arsehole for changing my mind about attending a wedding with my husband? My husband, 37 male and I, 35 female, were invited to attend the wedding of my husband's old college roommate. We received the invitation back in September for the wedding in November, weekend before Thanksgiving. We did not RSVP right away, but my husband seemed pretty excited about it and wanted to turn it into a date night before a long week with the kids over Thanksgiving. I didn't RSVP right away because this is a friend that I have not seen or personally talked to in at least five plus years. Also, I set him up with one of my close friends several years ago. They dated for about two years and then broke up. There were some weird things that came out after their breakup. 
For example, he would send her an itemized invoice of every time they went anywhere together and he paid. My friend asked for space and while well, she got herself together only to cut me off completely since. Fast forward to October and I learned a close family member who's pregnant with her first child is having her baby shower the same weekend. I talked to this family member frequently and I just returned from a trip with her recently. I told my husband I'd rather go to a baby shower than go to the wedding of someone I haven't talked to in five plus years and never even met the bride. During the initial conversation, my husband seemed okay with it and even admitted to not really wanting to spend the money to go to the bachelor party. After a mutual friend offered to pay the majority of my husband's cost to go to the party, he's come home super upset by my change of plans and not wanting to go. His argument is that we will see my family member at Thanksgiving and just give her the gift then, and we RSVP'd that we'd go. My argument is that the bride and groom aren't people I really know and would rather spend my day celebrating and helping shower my family member, and I can easily change our response since it was online. So, am I the arsehole for wanting to celebrate a close family member at a baby shower that I'm assisting with and wanting to change my RSVP to a wedding of someone who has literally never even met our second child or spoken to in five plus years? Edited to add, I'm not asking my husband to not go to the wedding, nor I'm asking that he come to the baby shower with me. I've offered to try and do both, but I feel like I shouldn't have to attend the wedding of someone I'm not a big fan of. Now, I think this one all comes down to the RSVP and the fact that you did and confirmed further down in the comments as well that you did RSVP to this wedding. I think that would make you the arsehole because as we know through the many stories we've read and weddings I've been to where you have to RSVP and, you know, they plan meals for you, they pay for a meal for you and pay for your place to basically be there. They're expensive things. So I think for that alone to then suddenly cancel would make you the arsehole let's not forget that you did tell your husband you would go with him and he was pretty excited about it but then something else came up so you just kind of flippantly just change your mind just like that and just to reiterate if it wasn't if you didn't reply to that rsvp then absolutely it wouldn't be an arsehole because you don't have to attend someone's wedding you're not forced to go to a wedding absolutely not but because you did reply to it you did say that you'd go you did commit to it I think that would make you an arsehole. But let's check out the comments to see what they say with Okra Plastic here saying, husband here, wedding is in a couple of weeks. Obviously food, alcohol, etc., has already been planned for. We RSVP'd. Yes, would be rude to no show in my opinion. The wedding will have many people from college we both know and I was looking forward to the night without the kids. Damn, that's the first time I think I've ever seen like, like the husband or wife get involved in the comment section. KMKSD4 says, yeah, I'm going to say you're the arsehole. If you hadn't RSVP'd already, then I'd say no one's an arsehole here. But when you accept someone's invitation, it's not cool to back out because you got a better offer. Think about how this story would play out on a television show. If hyperbolic, you would definitely be betrayed as the rude, shallow person who doesn't appreciate the kindness of others. Victim of fate says you're the arsehole. For one thing, you RSVP to the couple. And secondly, you made a commitment to your husband that you would go with him. If you had a huge problem with a groom, you should have said so at the time and refused to go. But the fact that you haven't seen him in five plus years and don't know the bride is irrelevant. I'm sure I'm not alone in having been to many weddings where I barely knew the couple, but my partner did. It's part of being married that you sometimes do things for the other person. Crackers and Snacks says, if I've learned anything in the 21 years I've been married is that the plans you make first are the plans you stick to, especially when it comes to weddings. They cost a fortune. Unfortunately, it's terrible timing for your friend and her party. 
I go to the party I got the invite for first. And Conscious Card says you're the arsehole, you already RSVP'd, yes. They paid for your food, made a seating plan, etc, etc. It's rude not to go. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? I think it's all around the RSVP and whether they replied or not, which apparently they had replied to and did did decide that they would go. What do you guys think? Maybe you have a different opinion on this. Maybe you think, hell, they can do what they want, even if they've RSVP'd. They don't have to go. It's up to them, right? It's their own life choice. But what are your thoughts on it let me know your thoughts on this story and all of today's stories if you choose to share them a huge thank you (laughs) don't know where that come from from the bottom of my heart for getting involved and spending your time with me today it means the absolute world thank you so much and i will see you your cheeky so and so in the next one take care guys much love Then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love Wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in despair Crime everywhere You're selling false hope Cause you just don't Even when we're on a budget We still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up Stunning high-end goods For 50 to 80% less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater Starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.